Hey, I'm Mondo Fresco, and welcome to Mondo and Friends on this episode. It's a very special one. Um, I love talking to creatives. I love talking to someone who's passionate about what they do. My first love is music and DJing. Mm -hmm. Hers is as well. Please make some noise, virtually, of course, for Angie V. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hi, how are What's you? up, Angie? What up? I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to be here, man. It feels good to be out of my house. Yeah. So Angie, uh, she has been, uh, of course, DJing for, for many years, killing it in the scene. Um, but you have been killing it in the virtual scene as well. Talk Tra to me. Talk to me. How, tell me how that, that started. It started on accident. I woke up, you know, like all of us during COVID and um, was basically like jobless. And I think three months of my schedule had washed in 24 hours. And so I just was kind of, it was, I'll never forget. It was the day before. Um, why do I always blink? St. Patrick's Day. And I remember waking up on St. Patrick's Day and my friend's like, oh, just get on IG Live. And I hate, I, I hated at the time IG Live because <laughs> I hated anybody wanting to ask questions back to me. Yeah, and yeah. like, I was just putting yourself out there in a vulnerable space that I just was not about. Um, but I did it and it was like, you know, we had a small, like 80 people watching. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's yeah. cool. And then I was like, oh, I'll come back tomorrow. And I did it. And we had like 300 people watching and I was nice. like, oh. That's a lot more. And then by like the end of the week, we're at 700 people. And I thought that's okay. Like, I think I had also applied for Amazon. Like the warehouse is ready to go back to like work. Wow. Um, I was freaking out. I'm a worker. Like, I'm sure you're the same. We're just yeah. like worker bees. So yeah, I was freaking out. I went online, applied for Amazon, um, was supposed to take my test Friday but by Thursday, I'd started streaming Tuesday, and by Thursday, I knew like, okay, I think that's not what's for me. I this might be. You, you thought you. That's when you realized you were onto something. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It happened. I was lucky. It happened really fast. Um, and that was it. That's how it started. Yeah. You, you know. Okay. So, Angie has been, like I said, you know, been killing it um, in in the the DJing and the event scene for many years. Uh, I mean, your resume is, is, is amazing. DJing for many uh, brands from have, yeah. like Nike to, you know, for the Dodgers, LAFC yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Actually during, um, during quarantine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, take me back to when you first picked up a turntable, some vinyl, you know, how'd you fell in love in, with, with music and um you know, what was what was that moment when you were like, I think I want to, you know, DJ and maybe if it wasn't like, OK, I think I want to DJ professionally. But just when were you once you first get that that DJ itch? I definitely I've always been like like music has always been my thing. My dad raised me. Um, he loved music. So it was always kind of always present in my home. Uh, he would quiz us you know, who sings this, who does that? So learning music was a part of my upbringing. And then I wanted to be, I thought at the time I wanted to be a backup dancer. So I did the whole North Hollywood dancer scene and did all that. And one of my friends was a DJ and we would do these practice sessions with like B girls and B boys. And he just kind of started showing me the ropes. I, I was like, yo, I want, I, it's like, I'm want to learn, you know, I, my dad had great vinyl growing up. I always knew how to play a record and, and you know, what each part was. 
And uh, he was like, yeah. So he showed me. And I think it was a hobby for a long, long time. Probably like two years. It was a hobby. Um, but I realized at the point, like I knew that this is what I wanted to do when I no longer wanted to be on the dance floor, but wow. behind the DJ booth. Because for me, I was a dancer. Like I just, any ounce of dancing my life away. So there was a really, I remember exactly where I was at. I was at Bar Lubitsch in West Hollywood when I had like realized, like, I, I love, I love this more now than wow. that. Yeah. And then that was it. Did you ever dance to, for, for like artists or anything like um, that? It's what? like super fun. Like I did, ooh, I did a few little tiny stuff, but not like anything major, but what really, what's really, really funny is I actually toured with hip hop Harry, who's like popping right now. Um, <laughs> right. I did his live show which is so, so freaking funny because to see that come back now with TikTok, um, they had me on their, like their <laughs> show recently. And it was just like hilarious because they're like, okay, yeah, you do, do the dances. And I'm like, I don't remember that. It was so long ago. Um, but yeah, that I did. Um, God, I'm trying to think I did that. I think I did like a Samsung event for Gwen Stefani one time. Um, like small little tiny little things, but yeah, it just didn't, it wasn't really the route that I ended up going. DJing completely took over, but it was cool. Cause I can still dance and DJ, which is pretty much what I do now. Which, which is what I was going to tell you is, is something that really makes you stand out as an entertainer is that you DJ and you're ha like, it shows that you're having a good time, Angie. It's, it's, you know, it's dope <laughs> to see that the person playing the music is also partying with you, you know? And I, it's something that I, I, I've seen you, I caught, who was it? It was, um, I think it was, it was El, El Grito. Oh right? yeah. You did something yeah. for El, El Grito, um, Univision, I believe. Um, and it was, it was really cool to, to see you up there on, on stage because you were, you were dancing, you're having a good time. And I think that's why people, you know, gravitate towards you. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I always tell people like, you can find videos from anybody at a club in the past. If you've ever been to a, a, an event that I've DJed, I'm not doing this for the gram or for, for the live stream. This is really the, the reaction that my body has to music. I just. I can't, like, I just love dancing and have, and that's what music does to me. And I couldn't stop it if I tried. Like, <laughs> it, I, I just, yeah. So it works really well. It's worked really well for me. I'm thankful for that. Uh, but yeah, I just, I do, I do. I, I don't, I, I just don't see the point in not having the best time that you can have at all times, no matter where you're at. It could be a really shitty situation, but I just truly believe that you've got to find some kind of humor even in like only me type shit or only you know there's just always some yeah. good to be had in anywhere that you're at so that's i mean that's just me that's i'm just a kid that's probably never going to grow up ever and i'm okay with that yeah no that, that's that's the way to yeah to, you know we should all look at at life um you know i think that's why you know one of the reasons one of the many reasons um why your your streams you know whether it was on instagram live or you know now on twitch twitch yeah um you know why it does so well is because you know you see other djs and everyone has their own style but for the most part you know you see dj playing music um you know he has a turntable he got it queued up and then all right but now 
t- remove the, the 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 DJ out of the club, out of the event, out of the arena. Um, now you have all eyes on you, right? Yeah. Now it's just you and the camera. So people need to see a little more. And the fact that you do that naturally, the fact that you're ha- it shows that you're having a good time and you're dancing and you're playing music, I think that has been like a, a, one of, again, the many reasons why people vibe with you on, on those I'll lives. I'll take it. I, I, I can't take all the credit. I think especially in the beginning, uh, my roommate, who's one of my best friends, Amaris, she also is just as ridiculous and dorky as I am. So it's like two <laughs> girls living in a house bored because they have to stay home. Um, so I think having her with me in the beginning definitely just helped that. We just want to have a good time. Like, yeah. Like, what? What are we gaining from this? Nothing. We're really just having a good time. And then I think that helped me break the ice because it is nerve wracking at first. And then people are allowed to say things back to right. you. Like it's one thing to put your stuff on IG stories or or whatever platform and not have to deal in real time while you're actually in that moment. Yeah. Because it's it takes one quick like, ew, to make you kind of like, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, like, yeah. and make you self conscious. Right. So it's it was really, really, really a, a hard transition for me at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kicked that in the ass pretty quick. And when that was done, it was just it's just normal to me now. It's so bizarre. It's 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 just normal. It's just all right. Turn the camera on. Hey, what's up? Um, so yeah, <laughs> it is it is challenging and it's not for everybody right it's really not for everybody it doesn't make anybody a bad dj or or whatnot but you know streaming's not necessarily for everybody every dj right right you know i've i've done you know live events live television live radio um but streaming is different dude it's because you know like you said one thing is you know, I could say something live on the radio or live on television and you're not seeing the comments or people no. reacting to what you're doing no in this case People are reacting as it happens. Yeah, I've been super blessed. I'm not going to lie. Hella blessed with a really great, strong, solid following that takes these streams very serious and they take the chat room very serious. Yeah. They're very protective of it. And I'm I'm thankful. I don't have a lot of 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 trolls. I guess they're they're called trolls. Um, but haters. Haters, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> there have been a few. And it's hard, man, because there's sometimes there's just people that are like their whole goal is just to piss you off and get yeah. under your skin. And yeah. it's like I'm like <laughs> <laughs> dancing, DJing, but at the same time trying not to be like, oh, yeah. I just want to shut it off and like pop off on you. So it's hard. It, it like, let me dance you. it off. Let me dance it off. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, like hey. let me get it off. But it's hard. It is hard. And I'm not going to lie. They do on occasion get the best of me because I'm in quarantine. I have all the time in the world. Like, let's go ahead. But nothing too crazy. But yeah, it, it's But like, what's, what's, it's what's a, a challenge. comment? What's a comment that like gets under your skin? Um, it's, I like, so I, I, God, I'm trying to think, it, like I said, I've been lucky not to have a ton, a ton, but, oh, this DJ is horrible. This music sucks. Like I don't write it. I don't create the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, great. It sucks. Fine. One, cool. Um, you're horrible. You know, this is trash. You know, you're trash. You know, <laughs> like I've been called trash. I've been called, um, like I'm not Latin enough. I'm not, I'm too Latin. I'm. There's just everyone has opinions and I will say it's it's built help me build a tough skin. I'm sure you know you've you've gone on lives before too. It's like yeah. 
this is too much or this is too boring or she's trying too hard or she's not trying hard enough. You can't make everybody happy. Um, but it's, it's hard because you, when you're an entertainer, I'm sure you feel the same way. You want to make everybody happy. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's doing something good. So when you have that, it, it's a little, you know, it makes it a little, a little tough, but it helps you build a thick skin. I'm definitely tougher now for sure. Hands down. You say, you say, you gotta, you've gotten comments like, oh, you're not, you know, Latina enough or you're too Latina. How is it being a, a Latina uh, in the music, you know, DJ industry? It's. Which, um, by the way, there aren't many. No. You're, you're repping. I didn't realize that until now, actually. I didn't really notice that until I think. I think as Latinos, we definitely are a very loyal, 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 um, I, I don't want to consumer, whatever, a group of people when we like Actually, something. Latinos are the most loyal consumers. Oh my God. And all, I don't yeah. think they realize it as, I don't think we realize it. No. Um, we don't. We don't realize that power because I always tell people, with, with before quarantine, I was DJing clubs. Um, I was playing radio. What was on the radio? What's hot in the clubs? What's going to sell a bottle? Like we're, you know, that's what I'm playing. When I went into quarantine, I had felt like nobody really cares about popping bottles right now because that's just not an option. So I decided to play stuff that gave me nostalgic feelings. So, um, backyard boogie stuff, stuff that you would hear at your cousin's quince, like, and that I feel like it was what really set me on to having a very large Latino crowd base. We listened to the same 15, 10, 15 songs our whole life from birth <laughs> to 15 to 21 to 32. And that stems back from our family. Like yeah. that doesn't end. So imagine let's take an artist like Brenton Wood who popped off for our grandparents, right. but then our parents listen and we listen do you, like that type of loyalty in a community is priceless yeah. and so i think um with latinos i just was myself and and started playing what i grew up on and was raised on and you're every, first or second generation oh my god i'm like third or fourth i'm oh, hella, nice. i really uh, to the latinos i really probably am not that latin enough but um you know i, I definitely know right which what by the way I, I i disagree with that i i don't i you know, people are saying, oh, you know, people get it all the time. Oh, yeah. you're, not, you're not this enough. You're not, you know, ethnic enough. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a, a horrible way of, 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 of looking at generalizing. things. And, and generalizing just, you know, people. And um, it's a horrible way of, of, of looking at things and labeling people. Or oh, my God. It, it's, you know, I, I don't think that exists, by the way. You know, it's not like same, we, we, are, we are who we are. Right. Whether if, if it's in our blood, it's in our blood. You can't say, oh, he's not this enough or she's not like, that. Like, you know how you were. I know how I was raised. <laughs> right, so right. you can tell me I'm not. And that was the best part of it. I just really it didn't really bother me. You know, it didn't I didn't wasn't bothered. I just was kind of like, OK, well, great. Then I'm not that for you or I'm to that. This is just me. This is just how I was raised. I know this music because I know this music like I didn't go Google I'm not playing music that I'm out here Googling. I'm just, what to play at you know what I mean? Latino parties. Yeah, for sure. So it really doesn't, it does, that part doesn't bother me at all. Like I, that's not one sweat. This is what's up. You like it. You can stay. If you don't like it, you can go. That's great too. So, um, it's been, I, I love it. I love, I love all of the opportunities that I have also gained from embracing myself, mm -hmm. being myself, you know, in the, in the Latino community. So, I do now take it very seriously. I love it. I love, I love 
being a part of it and representing people that don't always feel represented because some of people, some of us don't feel like we're Latin enough. You know what right. I mean? I, we're still a very large group of Chicanos in Southern California, especially that need that representation. That's not one look, you know, yeah. I'm Chicana. This is what a Chicana looks like. My dad's a Cholo. My mom's not. This is what it looks like. I don't have <laughs> full tattoos. I'm not in a gang, yeah. but I'm yeah. Chicana as hell, you know, and I'm down. Yeah. And I love that. So when we say Verizon to Damas, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde $35 por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Chicano too. Yeah, you know, I'm first generation, and um, you're right. You know, we all we all different shades, look different the same, sounds. Look different, I talk like a white girl. I, I'm cool with it. Right, right, right. Even that, even that, you know, saying of oh, he he or she uh, speaks white. Like, what is what is that? I agreed. I agree. What is that? I agree. Because you, you know. I, I think that's one of the worst things you can tell somebody. I, I, I 100% agree. Or or anything. Um, I think being a product of where you're you're raised or what you're influenced by, it's worth to me being being human is is an art. Uh, I what I see, I feel, I create. It comes in my ears, and my eyes, and out my mouth, and and that could be one way in one group of people, and another way. Like I'm just a walking mesh of in a sense, a product of my environment. And I, I don't, that label thing, like, it's just, it is really hard. It's, it sucks. It, it you, sucks. You say a product of your environment and, you know, usually that, um, is, is said in a, and has a negative connotation to mm -hmm. it, right? Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a product of, of my environment. The way you're seeing it, you're, you're seeing it and saying it in a positive light. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. I, Which I think is a beautiful thing. No, yeah. And I, and I love that. I think, um, like I said, my dad is, is if, you watch, if you watch my streams and you would know he's in my streams on Sundays and they love him. Yep, I but see he, you pops dance. Yeah, he's the backup this little, dancer for DJ he, oh, yeah. TV. He's this little cholo. He's like 5'5". Five, five, and um, he loves, that's who he is. And I took a lot of, what I learned from growing up with a dad like that. And I took a lot of what I didn't like from it, but I took a lot of what I love from it. And musically, it was a big chunk. My grandmother, both of my grandparents on my dad's side married into, you know, married white people. So I took a lot of white music influences. My step-grandfather is a doctor and I know how to be around my dad's homies. And I know how to be around my grandfather's doctor friends and I love that I was placed in so many different types of environments because I am proud to be a product of my environment, which is, again, like I said, a mesh pot of a lot of random different shit. But you take the good of anything and just try to keep building upon that and, and creating yourself into a better place and from where you come from. You mentioned that your followers, you know, are very... Or you said, you said, you know, Latinos are, we're very loyal. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, your followers are as well. Um, yeah. Your, your streams, you know, you, you get many of you, many, many viewers on there. Um, you know, and that doesn't just come because we're, we're loyal. It becomes, it comes because, you know, you've earned it. You work hard for mm -hmm. that. But I want to know, what do you think is, has been that? That secret, a secret sauce that 
has because there's a lot of DJs, Angie. There's a lot of DJs. There's a lot of you know entertainers that have you know tried to to do what you're doing, but aren't getting the engagement that the big engagement that that you are. What do you think is is puts sets you apart? What is that secret? You know, sauce. What is it that uh, you're that you're bringing to the table? You think? I think it's, there's two things, and number one is. Uh, consistency, I thought, I think was like, if we're going to go, you know, that type of route, consistency. So I woke up for, I mean, I DJed every single day, no days off for two, maybe two and a half months every day. Like, like a job. Every, like a job, yeah. you know, that I wasn't getting paid for, yeah. you know, people were Venmoing me tips and I was like, great, this is cool. Um, but it definitely wasn't what I was earning in the past or anything like that. But I just, I just stayed consistent because I constantly get, I constantly was getting, this is helping me. This is helping me distract. This is great. And so that was feeding me. So consistency, I think, was one. And two, I just don't give an F. It, like, I think that's my secret sauce. I'll show up on my stream wearing a teeny tiny top, and that's how I feel that day. And then I'll show up on my stream dressed like a 70-year-old grandma with a wig on um, playing 70s Yacht Rock because I just don't care anymore. You know, I think I got to that point where – you can laugh with me. You can think I'm unattractive. You can think I'm very attractive. You can think I'm funny. You can think I just don't care. And I think it's once I got to that place of like, I'm willing to look ridiculous or look to make people happier smile. Then that was my, that was for me, what took me to like, okay, boom. It, I just didn't take it too serious. And that to me is my secret sauce. I just don't give a F. When do you think that began for you? During, during this for sure. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I think, and you might, I don't know if you felt the same way, but you know, I know you've been DJing for probably about the same amount of time yeah, that I have. Well, yeah, We've been in the game for a long time. Yeah. That's my, my, my first love is DJing. I started when I was 14 years old and I bought, I bought my turntables, um, from, uh, these two Cholo neighbors that see? we had in, in Southgate. I used to go over and, and, and just like use their turntables. Eventually, they were like, hey, man, you know, you, you know, we're going to sell these. And I was like, how much? And I think they wanted like 400. And at the time, you're like, ooh. For the set. And you're, you're a teenager. Yeah. Like, oh, man. So eventually, um, you know, I guess they, they, they brought the price down because they liked, they liked me. So they, um, they said, give me 200 bucks. So I saved 200 bucks and I bought these turntables from them. Turntable, it was like, they hooked me up. Yeah. $200 for two? They're, you know, they weren't the best. There was there were some Gemini turntables. Oh my God, I had the stands. Those are my first ones. Too. Yeah, yeah. I had a mixer. I had a, a big ass mixer. And then I had, uh, it came with with the big case, the big yeah, like OG yeah. cases. I know exactly what you're talking um, about. For 200 bucks, that was a steal. No, big time. And uh, so that's that's when I, that's how I first started DJing. Uh, but yeah, no, you know, I, I know you, you've you done it for, for, for a while. When, when did you start DJing? Uh, I want, I think I was about 12, I'm about to age myself. Uh, let's just say I've been DJing for about 13 years, probably about 13. So that's a long time, but yeah. you know how it is. Like, I think when you're in the club world, you, you see the DJs that have done it and you see the DJs that, and, and, and I'm going to be very, very honest. It was either men, male DJs or, uh, model, model female DJs that were really like making the types of moves that I knew I wanted to make. I wasn't there yet. So before quarantine, 
Um, I definitely was really, hey, I just like to have a good ass time. Like, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't that focused. I was like, oh, I can do this. I can pay my bills. I can have a good time. I can travel. Great. That was pretty, you know, I was living, I was happy with that. Um, but it's a constant staying ahead of a trend. I need to look this way. I need to play this music. I need to do this. I need to, um, it, I was just was so focused on the, the outside aspect of it, which everyone was at the time. But I think when you strip away the club and you strip away, um, that aesthetic, you're kind of brought to yourself and you're like, okay, well, without having to worry about that, what am, what, what do I, how is this fit to me? And that's why I think during COVID, like all that just didn't matter. And it was just showing up and doing what felt good for me. So and, COVID helped me in that sense. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing about streaming is that people, you know, come in, stream you because, or stream the DJ because they enjoy their, their music taste. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, it's different from, it's become almost the opposite of, of what, like, you know, the masses or general market, like what we're used to seeing, like it's different than radio. Hands down. It's people will follow you because they enjoy your, your personal taste in music. At 100%. And even if I do on occasion, do like I like I said I started doing nostalgic feeling because yes. I felt like in the world we needed to feel good. Yeah. We were freaked out, we were scared, and we didn't like. There's no. I mean, I think some of us still feel. What is my future? What is the future? So to me, it was really important. I really thought about that. Like I really thought about taking people back to what feels good. And I had already started a party called You're Not Down, like two years. It had been going for two years probably with that type of vibe. And it was like building, it was like getting really, really amazing. And it turned into this big party, but I still thought it was a very Pomona small niche. You know, I didn't, and even scam and jam, which is a similar party that I was DJing. Um, I just didn't realize the power that it had, but that nostalgic feeling we needed to, in my opinion. So I'll play a set that's still has newer stuff and they're down. They'll, they'll come along with me, but it always definitely circles back to just feel good music for now. You know, when it comes to, uh, starting a career that's non-traditional, um, many parents normally, you know, don't approve it or approve of it because they just don't understand it. Yeah. Right. Um, my parents, uh, they, you know, came to, California for a better future, a better future for, for their, you know, future kids. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, <laughs> when I told them that, that I wanted to get into entertainment, my dad was like, no, Michael, you yeah. know, <laughs> uh, you know, and I could see the, the, the pain in his, in his eyes. Like, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not here for that, you know, I, I want, you know, I'm, I'm sure he wanted me to, the traditional career, a, a doctor Absolutely. or a lawyer Absolutely. or something like that. And, um, you know, actually for a long time, um, from seventh grade to 12th grade, uh, I was part of a USC medical program. Um, they would bus us to USC every That's Saturday. I'd freaking hop amazing. A, I'd hop on a bus every Saturday for, you know, X amount of years. Um, and I thought I was going into pediatrics. So I think I also got my parents' hopes up 
You know? Yeah, you definitely, I'm not going to lie. Pediatrics to like, hey, dad, I want to be a DJ. Definitely, I can kind of understand where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that happened. Um, how was how was your experience uh, with, with your family when you told them? I mean, like I said, my dad was kind of like, my dad like a thug. So He's all about it. He, he just really was like, I... At the, you know, and, and I'm going to be very honest, at that time in my life, I have, his and my relationship wasn't really the strongest, so I didn't really have to worry. I mean, you know, my dad was kind of in and out of jail at the time, so I could care less what he thought as far as what my career was. My mom, so my parents were like 16 when they had me, so I have very young parents. So I'm lucky that my mother was very like, I don't get it, but... And I'm the oldest. So, um, you are not she, old, Angie. Well, I'm the oldest of my sisters. Oh, so okay. I'm the first, I'm the first. So a lot of times I feel like the oldest is like the, the doctor or, you know, the right. more like you gotta, structured you gotta, you gotta one. Set the tone, yeah. You know? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be a dancer. I'm going to be a backup dancer. Oh no, just kidding. I'm going to be a DJ. And I think at first my mom was kind of like, but they know I'm, I always, since I was little, have been very strong minded and no one's going to like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I've always done well at, doing well in the things that I wanted. So she just kind of was like, I never got any, any real heat from it. My grandmother gave me a little bit of heat from it. She was the <laughs> one that married the doctor. Like, Miha, just come on. Like, let's just, let, let's just, let's, let's get you a salon. Let's just put, let's do hair. Come on. Like, this is what you, this is what you want to do. My great grandmother was like, I was, I remember I was so excited. I was flying in and out. It was like the first year I started traveling and she looked at me and she was like, Miha, really? this is how you want to live your life flying around in different nightclubs. And in my brain, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. But she wanted me to have kids and do all that, you know, Latinos on that <laughs> aspect too. was like, this is how you want to live your life. Um, so a little bit, but my parents were just, they just trusted me. Yeah. They just trusted it. They, they supported me from day one. My mom, she was gone to my gigs since almost the beginning. She still comes to gigs now. Awesome. Like it's very supportive. Yeah. yeah. So they were cool. You <laughs> talk about traveling my, my pops um, once had a, a serious conversation, so so he thought, or he wanted it to be. Uh, it's when I was traveling a lot too, and he's like, yeah. "You know, yeah, yeah, that guy is so, you know, let it go." Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, "Why?" But I'm out. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, it's just you're just never, never home. Oh you're, yeah, you're never, you're never here. You're always like on a plane, and I'm like, "Dad, that was the goal." That's yeah, the like game. that's a great thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's the yeah, same. Yeah. My grandmother was just like, she just could not grasp that. Like same exact, exact aspect. You're not home. You're never home. We never see you. Don't you want a family? You right. just, you want to be in planes? And I'm like, yeah, I want to be in planes. Like a lot of people. And I'm on my own time. Like yeah. I'm on a plane from, because of me. Um, yeah, I get it. 100%. That's the OG Latino right there for sure. You don't want seven kids. No, <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> the they don't kids. do that no more around here. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I was lucky. I got lucky. They were cool. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. What would you say is is that next goal for you? I, I definitely see myself, I think this has been really, really awesome because I don't want to say that it's not that I didn't believe in myself. I just think I just didn't take myself serious in the sense of 
what I was doing. I was content. Um, but now after, you know, the last couple of years of my life watching, you know, I, I'm very proud of what I have done with my, with my friends, with my team. Um, I'm proud of it. It's, I don't think that I'm better than anybody or, or I just think for me and my path, I'm very, very proud of, of all the people and, and what we have done and, and we're able to make people happy. Um, but I definitely see myself DJing will always be my passion, but you know, moving forward, I want to go into hosting. I want to go into being in front of a camera more. Now that I know I, I can do it and I, I feel confident, I definitely want to push the bar. Music is great and I love it and it'll always be a part of my life, but, um, I want to do more and I don't exactly know what that is, but I definitely know it's, it's, it's something in, in, in front of a camera. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of like what you said. Well, you've definitely have, you know, done a great job just building your, your, your brand up, which is something that I've been wanting to talk to you about because in earlier, we were briefly chatting many personalities, uh, you know, DJs, hosts, they take the route of let me work for another brand, whether it be a radio station, mm-hmm. um, a TV station, a network. Um, what I, when, I, when I see you and what you've done is the, the 2020 version of what people should be doing, which is you build your own brand and instead of being, hey, you're so-and-so from this network. Hey, you're so-and-so from that. Like, you, you build a brand where it's your DJ and TV, you know? And that's very difficult, Angie. And I think that's, that's the, the way to do it. If I can, you know, give anyone advice, it'd be like, build your own brand first. Yeah. How, how, how was that, that? How has that journey been for you? Like, was it initially did you have the idea of of joining, you know, a, a radio station or a brand or a company? Um, I did. I did radio for a, like a summer. I think I did Katie back in, oh man, it's been a while, maybe like eight years ago. Um, and I knew pretty quickly that like DJing on radio was just not for me. Um, not because it was bad. I just definitely love interacting with a crowd and people and being in a room um, and and I'm just, I'm a brat. I don't want anybody to tell me what to play. And, you know, so I learned very quickly that although it is amazing and great, um, DJing only for a station wasn't the route I ever wanted to go. Um, I think I didn't build my brand on purpose. I didn't go in with a strategic plan. So it's hard for me to say, hey, kids, this is what you should do, because that's not the route that I did. I was really lucky to be surrounded with people that had been around me for years, were also in positions um, and also believed in me. You know, my friend Hairface, who does digital content, Eric, sorry, nickname, Hairface, um, does digital content, has always told me, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. Uh, my friend Josh Donaldson, who's now managing me, has was always before he was managing me. You know, he used to be a talent booker at one of the clubs, Temple in San Francisco. And it was like, you, you're, you need to have YouTube. You need to do this. Like, you guys are hilarious. What You know, everything that you do. So I think the combination of the people that believed in me, um, my friends were like, girl, we're making you a shirt and we're dropping it because you'll never do it. You would never do this for yourself. And I was like, all right, sent me a shirt. I was like, eh, okay, cool. We'll see. It did amazing. 
And then I was like, oh, I think that was the moment that I realized I'm building a brand and I'm able to, like, I'm connecting with people. So I can't say that, like, yes, it's do, if you can, if you have it in your power, um, definitely go that, that route. But I would be lying to say that I, I strategically planned um, building a brand. I just went with what felt right. People believed in me. Um, I trusted the process and it was the right timing. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's still weird to me. It's still weird. Like, I don't even know how to answer that because it's still weird, you know? Why Why is it weird? I don't know. I don't... I don't know why it's weird. I guess I just... I don't know. It's... It's... It's weird in the sense of um, I've done it for so long. Mm-hmm. And so now to see, you know, all of this coming in... Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. I don't know. You know what? I I feel like (laughs) Like people wearing a shirt with my face on it or my name on it. It's just weird. It is. I I don't have a shirt with my face on it. Nobody would buy that. I'll tell you that, Angie. So every day I wake up and I'm like, (laughs) is today the day they don't show up? Is today the day they don't come to my stream? Is today the day? Um, I, I don't, it's just, I don't know. And I, I don't doubt myself as my talent or what I can do or what I can give to the table. Like I very well know if you give me this task, like, I'm going to smash it. Cause I know that I like, I'm down. I got this. I'm good. I'm good. We got you. I got you. It's not that I don't believe in myself talent wise. It's just, I don't know. I guess I just don't see, um, what everybody else maybe does. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm gonna you keep know, doing it because it's working. But you know what it is? I think it's there's a difference between being arrogant and being confident. I think you're confident. I yeah I, yeah. And I, I'll you're get the done. opposite of arrogant, which is being humble. And yeah, I'm not even gonna say modest. I just I think you're 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 a, you're a humble person. You know where you came from. Definitely. Uh, a lot yeah. of people uh, forget that. They get a little bit of love, they get a little bit of shine, they yeah, get a little yeah. bit of money, and then, you know, there's there's a change up. Or, you know, what we call it in the industry, oh, you, you went Hollywood on me, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and I, 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 I see the opposite with you. It's like, you know where you came from? Like, for me, I, I know where my parents came from. Yeah, I, I've been many times to, you know, where my, my grandma lived and uh, where my cousins live and um, and Angie, it's 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 not the most luxuri- luxurious, you know, town. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I I would go to my my grandma's house and 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 shower with, you know, with buckets of yeah, cold yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My grandma would would warm up because you know she she wanted her um she wanted us uh, when we were younger to have like not the coldest water, so she like warm, warm up, it up water, uh, boil water and and throw it in, in the big um. A uh, bucket so yeah. that we can have like sort of um, room temp. Yeah. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. Just something with. I'm not freezing. Yeah, and uh, I, that's something that I'm never going to forget. You know, it's 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 knowing where you come from, and I think that's why you maybe it's it's weird to you because um, you you've been grinding for such a long time. I, I think that yeah, for sure. That it's it's. You know, and, and like honestly, same thing with me. I'm like, I, like wait, I'm 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 doing this, yeah, or, or, this, weird, or this, right? this this brand wants to work with me, or like I I bug out all the time. 
Yeah. And, it, and I hope I never don't bug out. Like it's right. such a great feeling yeah. to just be like, I hope I never get used to it. I hope I never, because I full on plan on doing more. I, excuse me. I full on plan on doing more. I fully plan on rising above and above and above. Um, so I hope that I, 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 I really hope that I never get used to it because it's, it's, it's fun. It's a fun I think that's ride. part of it. Yeah, that's for sure. Of, I've, I've been, here. I have no expectations. So I think that that is something that is helpful. Like I don't just expect, you know, things to fall into my lap or, and I'm a hustler. Like I love hustling. You stay hungry. Uh, yeah. Like I, I love hustling. So, um, I don't, I think I'll always hopefully position myself in a place to always acquire that thing. That's going to make me feel like, you know, not like, don't forget that feeling. You know, earlier you you were, you know, looking around here at, at our HQ here at Hubwave and you're like, oh, this place is cool. Uh, a couple weeks ago, um, I was, I was looking around the, the space and, uh, you know, what, what we're building and I got emotional yeah. because, uh, you know, where I had tears coming down my eyes because it, it was, it's still surreal to me that things are coming together. And sometimes you, you want things so much and you work so hard for something. Mm -hmm. Then when it's actually coming true, you're almost in disbelief. Hands down. That's a perfect way to explain exactly how I feel. For sure. That's it. And uh, yeah, so, okay, earlier we were talking about building a team. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a team of, of your own. And, and that's, how, that's how you win. It's, it's with a team. For a long time, I thought, no, I got to do everything on my own. There you know, ain't I gotta... no I in team, but there's an M and there's an E. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So so how, how I, I get that question often, how do you build a team? Um, for me, I, the way my team has been built with, with all of this was the need of, they're all my friends. Everyone in my team is someone... Um, who I love and has loved me and has supported me through the years. This is not a new group of people, but, um, I basically was going on Instagram live and, you know, my friends who did my merch, they are very good friends of mine. They just had started their business of printing and they're like, we're going to do this and, and let's see how it does. And it does great. And then like Nick, then I brought in my other friend who does digital content, what you're doing. And I'm like, Hey, um, let's, let's go off this other platform and I'll give you a cut of this because also my friends weren't really working at the time either. Yeah. So I think the motivation for me was how can I use this to get everyone at my table fed, um, and, and make it a team, you know, make it a family thing. My goal was to just make sure everyone was able to pay their bills. So, you know, with the merch, my, my good friends were like, you know, we, we bought our house and thank you because that wow. that's helped. And that was so like, at the time, I just acted like, oh, cool. But, you know, I went home that night and was like, oh, my God, like, that's really, really awesome. And then um, a very good friend of mine, Carrie, she uh, had lost her job at the beginning. And I had, a, I had this crossover moment of I was DJing on Instagram Live and Twitch was coming at me and was like, hey, you know, come over here, come over here. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to learn this. I really don't want to learn this. And uh, she had lost her job. And I thought about it. And I said, you know, if I can get her to learn all that. I'll just cut her in on it. I won't have to deal with it. She'll make some money and hopefully, you know, that, that we'll both make money. Yeah. 
And um, she's killed it. She's gone above and beyond. My graphics are amazing. Um, she's she comes over every stream, and we we power team together. And and this is someone who did not come from that element at all. She was not working at all. She's like sports physical therapist, but mm-hmm. she was like challenge accepted. Let's do it, and and we do really you know we just do awesome together. So I think the core goal for me was not how can I use this great opportunity that I have right now in such a hard time to help my friends as well. Um, and that's how I built my team. So for me, that's, that's what it was. It wasn't a very, it just, again, it's timing. It just was timing. It, timing is, is, is definitely very, very, yeah. very important. I, I tell, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're a year, two, three, four, five years in. And they're yeah. like, I don't know, you know, it, I don't know if this is for me or they want, results then and there and it, yeah. take, it could take it could take years of dedication there's a very i'm sure there's a very big group of people that follow me now that think overnight that you know oh my god because to them they had never heard of me and then all of a sudden they're you know i'm, I'm in their stream and they know me and they know my life um but it de- you know i have people in my chat that have been following me for like 10 years so yeah yeah it, it's not it it takes time and if I, I truly believe in what's for you will always be for you, maybe not on your time, but if you love what you do and you stay consistent at doing it and you keep that, just, just do it. Just show up, just show up. Just that's cause that's what I did. I just showed up. I showed up online and I kept showing up and then and now I have a freaking brand. So <laughs> it's crazy, you know, but yeah. How do you, how do you show up? Because sometimes it's, I'm over, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, a daily oh, no, it's routine a for you. And, you know, it's a job. You said earlier, you know, you were doing it. You weren't getting paid. You, it's, it takes a lot of, of, of dedication. It takes a lot of like willpower to wake up. Do you, you stream from home? Like, I stream you, from home. Yeah. So, so it, there's even that aspect to where if you're at home, you can get a little, you know, comfortable or yes. like how, how, did you or have you done that? Like get out of bed and all right, guys, we get, cause I know you also have, you have themes. I do. I do. You know, it's before. So right before about, um, probably like I would say maybe about a year before for quarantine, um, my, like maybe a little more for that, but my best friend who was like my number one supporter, she was older than me. She was like my second mother. Um, she had been diagnosed with cancer. And so no. she was really, really at the end of her fight. She, she had passed, has passed. Um, but that last year I was just DJing. And every time I was home, every minute of the day, I was at her family's house. We still live together. And then she went back home because um, she needed constant care. So I think that year I really was just never home. No, I was on, I was just gone. I never was home. So when this hit, I didn't know how to be home. I didn't know what it felt like anymore to just wake up and do nothing. It was just not even anything. So it was a very natural trend. Like it it even helped me get my mind off of going through losing a a very, very significant loved one. Um, It was kind of, I guess, part of my healing process as well. And it it still is. Um, I think that's what it was for me. It was just, I can't sit around and be, I don't even know what that feels like anymore. So it wasn't a very hard transition. It was part of my healing. It was 
if I don't show up doing this, I'll probably end up sitting at home being depressed that I no longer have a job. You know, my best friend support system is no longer here. Um, and I just knew I didn't want to do that. So when I realized going on was making other people happy, it gave me that like drive to want to, to want to show up. So yeah. it's, I'm a people pleaser for sure, <laughs> but it's, it's helped me in this way, you know, like knowing that I am able to help people through it, whether that's just a mood change or whatever. Um, that's what keeps me showing up. That's, that's the drive. It's really not a, a about, I'm lucky to have created a brand off of it that helps support my lifestyle, but that was never, ever, ever, ever the focus of it. So that's, that's for me, that's how I showed up. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. You know, with COVID, the, the pandemic, how has that, impacted you mentally you talk about you know um it it's 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 a it's a roller coaster for sure i'm home now more than i have been home in years i've yeah. never spent this much time home and i work from home i'm you know we can't really do anything so i'm i'm just home um i think having to show up for people i am able to create this mask but it it you know behind behind when I'm alone, it's a roller coaster. It's hard. Some I have ups and I'm fine. And then I have days where I'm just really sad. It's hard, you know? What what do you do to to make yourself feel better? Um, sometimes I embrace the sadness and I accept that that's, that's good. That that's this is how I have to feel. Because I know it's weird I to say that's good, but, but no, it is. But it is. For someone like me who is a distractor and I like to stay busy so yeah. that I don't have to deal with how I feel, um, it's it's good. I've grown up a lot in that aspect of, you know what? I'm really sad today, but you know what? I'm just going to take today and be really sad. And, yeah. and tomorrow, hopefully it's better. And if it's not, I'll, I'll take that time. But by day three, I'm usually like, all right, girl, get it together. Like make yourself busy. So um, I try to accept the good, you know, but then there's nights where I'm fine and, you know, I, I, I feel great and I want to watch a movie or those are luxuries to me because I never got to do that before. I had been on the road traveling a lot and DJing a lot or even just nights. We're not home at night. We're out, you know? So it's, it's cool. It's, I, I take what I can and, and I just try to, you know, take the hard times. A lot of times I'll go on Twitch and I'll watch other DJs and yeah. even like hearing them and their, you know, their story. Eric Deluxe is my favorite, um, Twitcher to watch at night when he's drinking and he starts getting in his emo <laughs> moods and Shouts it just Eric. makes me feel I like I like it brings joy to me not that he's emo but we're all in this together yeah you know yeah. and I and I have to constantly remind myself that we're all in this together we're all in this together she were not any better than anybody else everybody going through it so that's kind of how I what piece of tech do it. have you used the most or what app have you used the most during during the pandemic like Aside from, from Twitch. Aside from Twitch. Um, honestly, because I'm so engaged on my phone with, with a phone or I always say like my, my, my spaces, I'm going to date myself. My, my space, uh, quote was analog girl in a digital world because I'm really not that techie. Like I'm really an old soul. So honestly, my cable has been popping like the ID channel on my murder mysteries. That's my.
That's probably the most that, of things that I that I get into. I'm not really like an appy person, you know, because I have to be on my phone so often to engage with everybody that it's, I'd be just turning on my cable. I still have a TV. I still have cable. Most people don't even have cable anymore. I have it. <laughs> that's what, that's what, my getaway. What he says is, is the biggest misconception of being a DJ. Uh, of being a DJ? Yeah. A that DJ. we're all drug drug addict, um, like out of control party people. That's 50% true. We are <laughs> out of control party people. But... You know, I've, you know, I've never, I think because I grew up with a drug background with my father, I've been able to just do this drug free and, and, you know, don't get me wrong, a girl you guys have seen has partaken in a whole lot of tequila in her lifetime, but, um, we're just, some of us are just not even that party animal. It's really yeah. just the show. You turn it on and before quarantine, I have never had a drink at my house Ever. I never had beer in my fridge. I never had tequila in my cabinet. I would never even drink at home. So I think the party animal part, sometimes we're just not. We just know how to turn it on. All right, Angie. It's about to get really real right now. Oh my God. How much more? Like I that was real enough. <laughs> that was that was that was real. This okay. is really real. Oh. All right, here we uh, go. We're about to get into rapid fire. Oh, rapid fire questions. Okay. So oh. first thing that comes to mind. Uh, and if you feel like, you know, adding some, some, uh, some extra explaining a few of these things or why you're choosing this and not the other, okay. uh, feel free to do so. All right. Um, so let's, uh, let's get started here, Angie. What's Rapid my time frame? Fire with Angie V. You, there's no time limit. Okay. On this. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Biggest celebrity crush as a teenager. Paul Walker. That was quick. He was fun. Favorite Spanish show? Could oh, be like oh, an OG oh, show. Um, no, 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 no. Casa de las Flores. Casa de las Flores. Love it. <laughs> Favorite Latinx food dish? I mean, that's like, how do you even remotely pick that? I mean, my go-to when I'm feeling down in the dumps is... A carne asada burrito, enchiladas, that red style, cheese on top, bomb. Like, that's just my, like, comfort food. So I that's, could eat that pretty much forever. That sounds fire right Yeah, now. bomb. Mm. DJing or dancing? DJing because I could still dance. Bam! <laughs> Lakers or Dodgers? Oh, my God. How are you going to do me like that? Oh, I'm going to go with the Dodgers because I also DJ for the Dodgers. So um, me and the Dodgers got a little history. LA Dodgers. Best rapper of all time. Oh. How do you ask a DJ that? I mean, I'm sure most DJs have, have theirs. Best rapper of all time. For me. Oh, my God. This is like an inanswerable question for me. Best rapper of all time. I know I'm going to regret this. I know I'm going to be like, <laughs> but in this moment, for me, Nas is the man. Nas. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Nas is just like, lyrically, I just, Nas is just in this moment right now. Nas, Nas. or Lil Nas X? No, definitely not Lil Nas X. Oh, okay. I just wanted so to clarify. Just wanted if to clarify. you guys don't know, 
back in the day, there was a rapper uh, named Nas. Uh, Illmatic, amazing. Uh, Nas. I'm going to go with Nas, yeah. Nas. Yeah. What's one song that it is guaranteed to be spun during a DJ NV, NGV set? Robin S. Show Me Love. It's like every girl's favorite song. If your dance floor's dying... Uh, you'll get at least a couple of these, uh, like, ooh, ooh, that is like the number one Robin S. Show Me Love. It's just got to be played. It's almost annoying, but it is what it is. Favorite ranchera, like a Spanish-Mexican song. Do you have a go-to? Like a Vicente Fernandez? I mean, Volver, Volver is a classic, but... Yeah, I got it. That's my grandma. I got to go with that one for Volver, sure. Volver, Volver? Yeah, hands down. Anything, Chente, yeah. Green or red salsa? Red. Last but not least, let's see. Let's make it a good one here. Best song to play at a kickback party? <sighs> Hold on. Best song to play at a kickback party? Everyone's kind of just chilling, Everyone's drinking. Hanging out. Everyone's chilling. Barbecuing. Everyone's oh, if everyone's barbecuing, outstanding by the get band. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. The song that it is guaranteed to be played during a DJ Angie V set. Robin S. Show Me Love, hands down. It's gotta be done. It's every like it just has to be done. I don't even want to do it, but I have to do it. <laughs> Easy. DJ Angie V, thank you so much. For yeah, of Angie. course. Boom. Appreciate you. Thank you for you. having me. Appreciate you so, so much. Uh, people can follow you at? Um, at DJ Angie V on Instagram. That's kind of like the best way where everything's connected. My link tree's on there. So I would say DJ Angie V at Instagram. A-N-G-I-E-V-E-E. Two E's at the end. DJ Angie V, Mondo Fresco. And this is Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.